Happy Nurses Day, Happy Teacher Appreciation Week, and an early Happy Mother's Day. Aw, thank you. Um, Sam, did you watch Sound City, the documentary that Murphy and I are in love with? Yes, I did. not even new. It's about this recording studio from back in the day um, that, well, I won't give it away if you want to go grab it on YouTube. What is this place? Because I don't know that we can make a record in here. Yeah, it looked like a rat hole. <laughs> it did. It's such. It's. It's a friend of ours told us about it, and we couldn't believe we'd never. We'd never seen it because it was. Was it 2013 that this thing yeah, came it's out? It's been out for seven years. And it's produced by it. Dave Grohl, and um, so there's so much good info. Did you like it, Sam? Oh yeah. Right. Those are the kind of musical. I like musical documentaries. Yes. And when I learn something that I didn't know. Me too. Like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And so for me though, the bonus was getting to spend a little time with Rick again. Rick Springfield was in. We're sitting there the first night we're watching it, and I'm lay, I'm laid back, right? I'm laid back on the sofa. Murphy's sitting next to me, and one of the first scenes is that it's like '81, and Rick comes in to record a little song he'd written called "Jesse's Girl." Yeah. That sound came from that yeah. studio. It was all about Rick after that, oh, Sam. Sorry, well, that wasn't Rick. Rick playing the guitar there. We learned that, too. I couldn't believe that. I had no idea. Pat Benatar's guitar player. Yeah. I know. I heard that. Um, Crazy, huh? The whole rumors thing, you know, the whole... And Fleetwood I mean, Mac. Fleetwood Mac. The yeah. Tom Petty stuff was incredible, and the Nirvana stuff was super incredible. So, for me, it was a nice little... Oh my gosh, a girl of the 80s bonus. Yeah. Maybe then go to the A. To me, that was the extra bonus is you got to see Paul McCartney brainstorming. That we'll find out later and then go to the riff. Breakdown. And when they were playing too with McCartney, I could it, it just seemed like he was making it up as he went yeah. along. Like yeah. just and that's how that's how the musicians do that. It's really so cool, cool documentary for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it is called Sound City. We're a little bit obsessed with it right now. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got your next Hollywood Outsider. John Hamm teases a Mad Men reunion. Hmm. Got it for you. And uh, we're going to hear from you next at eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Johanna, we're coming to you. Love to visit with you. Jump in with us anytime. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Hello, Johanna. Hi, guys. I listen to you a lot. This is cool. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I would like to. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to essential workers that people probably aren't thinking about okay. very much. That would be bankers and bookkeepers, mm-hmm. our loan officers who have been face to face people giving out the small business loans. Mm-hmm. And the people that are having to worry about their stimulus checks, getting cash or direct deposited, I can tell you, because I work in our bookkeeping department, Mm -hmm. that we are trying so hard to make sure everybody has their money, that they're being taken care of. We're doing everything we can to help. And a lot of us have kids at home, Mm -hmm. and they struggle to find day-to-day child care. Uh, my kids are still in school, but we're having to do the online classes. So right. yeah. when I get home, it's school all evening. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you probably both know. That is a yep. lot. Yeah, It is a lot, yeah. So, so I just want to give a shout-out to all my fellow co-workers that they are doing an amazing job. Well, thank you for this, Johanna, and thank you for um, all you're doing. Yep. Be safe. Please uh, be safe. And, you know, it, it, I've noticed that just in... Um, 
just like different Facebook posts where people have been frustrated because they haven't had the feedback as fast as they mm-hmm. want and so forth. And you realize that really the, the the people who are working at banks are working very hard every day to make Harder sure that, than yeah. normal. And you don't really see it because it's all behind the scenes. Right. It's all online. Another thing, too, that, you know, she brings up that if you're climbing the walls and going stir crazy, trying doing try doing the opposite, working harder at work and then going home and, Mom, I need algebra help. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a whole other sort of crisis. Yeah. So shout out and thank you. Appreciate you much. Call us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Oh my goodness, John Hamm visited with Jimmy Fallon the other night, both from home. You know, that's how Jimmy Fallon's mm-hmm. doing his show. You don't see him without seeing Don Draper, do you? Actually, I do see him as John Hamm now because he was like, in his home office, he did put a coat on, ladies. You got to look at it. But, but did he have a drink also, in his hand? He did not have a drink in his hand. He was not pitching an idea, but he's grown his beard out. Mm. Oh, really? Not long, not not too long, but just long enough, ladies. And he, you know, he's touching it a lot when a man who doesn't not normally have- supposed to touch your face right now. Well, Don Draper, I mean, John Hamm can do what he wants. <laughs> what, what did I say? Uh-huh. But um, one of the smartest questions that Jimmy asked him, and so he came through and, and answered, and I want to share it with you, is that, hey, do you hear from any of the cast members of Mad Men? And are you, are you, is there ever any possibility for some sort of reunion? And here is how he answered. I've literally got like 40 text messages on my phone from uh, the whole cast because I guess somebody's been reaching out to all the old shows to see, hey, do you guys want to get on a Zoom basically and raise some money for charity? So I think that might be in the, Hmm. be in the discussions, but uh, I do. Yeah. We talk all the time. Like we're, we're, we're all buds. That's Isn't cool. That cool. Yeah. I would watch that. I would give. I would want to see everybody. Yeah, Roger right. Sterling and Joan and everybody. That would be exciting. So maybe look for it from the lips of John Ham. You know, I was telling you a minute ago, I have to continue about John Ham. You're welcome, ladies. <laughs> okay, so uh actor John Ham, who is going to be in the upcoming Top Gun Maverick movie. Yeah. Hello. Thank you, Hollywood. Yeah, but he's not acting like Don Draper in this, right? No, he's a, some sort of flight instructor. Well, you know, it's kind of like, it's to me, I call that the 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 Ross factor. You know yes. what I mean? Oh, yeah. When David Schwimmer was in the, what's the name of that? The People Friends. versus O.J. Simpson. Oh. People versus O.J. Simpson. Simpson, right, exactly. It was so difficult. He had an important role to play. Yeah, he, he played... Uh, Kardashian. The, Mr. Kardashian. I forget his first name. Robert. 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 Robert Kardashian. Daddy Kardashian. But it's like every time I'm seeing him, I'm waiting for him to go into Ross. Yeah. You know? and so, I know. We were on a break. Same thing with John Hamm. You think that whole Don Draper, his his big wisdom of how to sell the deal is going to come his out. His pitch. You yeah. think he's about to pitch you something and then head out for a drink and a lady. But <laughs> John Hamm is a very good actor. We do need to get him out, get out of that for him, just for his sake. Yeah, he, he is. We? We as the consumer. Uh-huh. He did this, uh, you know, um, version of an episode with Jimmy Fallon this week, the Tonight Show from home, where they're at home and they're just talking to each other. Yeah. And they were in, you know, he was in his home office, John Hamm. He put on a sport coat. Which you think is, it was really his home office? It wasn't a, just like yeah. set up? No, it, there were blinds behind him and he was at a desk. Uh-huh. Um, and he put on a jacket. It was kind of cute that he did that. He looked good. But um, one of the things at, at the very beginning of their conversation, I found so relatable and something that we all can understand for him he explained how it felt it feels to him to be at home not being able to go anywhere not being able to work what it's been like for him it's like your first semester of college when you don't have any 
uh, structure anymore. You come out of high school, you had to be everywhere every time, and then you go to college, you're like, I don't have to be anywhere at all, <laughs> and you just lose your mind. And then yeah. eventually you go, like, I think I might need a little structure. That's yeah. that's Boy, that true. Is, that's very true. Not only is it relatable for us right now, if you're without structure, you know, because of this, which I think we finally are there. Hopefully, you've got some structure by now into these weeks in. But yeah, I'm we've so all, a little restless at home, though. After yeah. high school, when your life was so structured and you're given all this freedom, you do lose it for a little while. Oh, yeah. It's a very common yeah, human first semester experience. of college was a blast doing nothing. <laughs> Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, it's refund time. Got some more big concert tours canceling for the year. Sam's got music news. Well, Journey's decided all the tour dates for this year are now off. I mean, is there anybody who's actually going to tour? Ah, uh, there's for only real? one holdout right now, and I believe you have tickets to that I show. I have three tickets oh, with my right. best girlfriends it's Motley for Crew. Molly Crew and Def Leppard. Yeah. So and I know we're they're not just, going. They're just putting off the inevitable right now. I know. Uh, I thought Journey was already having some issues. It wasn't like everybody was busting apart nah, before well, all this. Neil Sean and uh, Jonathan Kane are fighting. Uh, the guitarist and the keyboardist, and yeah. they kick the drummer out of the band. Mm. Yeah, so how I don't do you know why? You, so you know, COVID nineteen or not, you're probably not going to have a concert. Well, I mean, Steve Perry's been gone for a while, and they I still know, keep it going. Yeah, you're right. Uh, also, Dave Matthews Band announcing this week they're canceling until next year. Kelly Clarkson's pushing back her Vegas residency to. to next year. And the Eagles, the Hotel California tour. That's the one. So they do the whole album. Yeah, they do uh. half of the concerts. The whole. Hotel California album. The other half of the concert is Greatest Hits. Yeah. Man. And that was going to be September, October. Now it's September, October of next year. That's so okay. hold on to your tickets, kids. It's or true. take them and get a refund. No. Well, no, no. Some of them, it's like, hold get a refund. Your- Others are like, everything's going to change up. So I'm a hold on to your ticket, girl. Yeah, if okay. I bought a ticket, then that means I really want to go. Because that is not cheap oh, yeah. we all know yeah, live music it's not the cheap. same thing as it used to be where you had a stub you could put in a scrapbook yeah you know i got all it, my stubs. like when you I went to your first motley too. crew concert <laughs> i didn't i don't remember where that ticket went you got a big uh, auction coming up in june and a prince guitar is up for auction it's a blue guitar that he used right after purple rain yeah so i don't know if you remember what that looked like it had one of those arms on it and it had the, the prince symbol on the top of, of course. it uh, also, a Prince Crazy. purple suit, pendant, and pair of boots. Uh, there's some Beatles stuff up for grabs. A Maxwell Silver Hammer, the original lyrics for that, up yeah. for grabs in the auction. That's Michael Jackson, Madonna, all kind of stuff there. Yeah. Going to be auctioned off. It's June nice. 19th and 20th, Beverly Hills. Julian's Auctions. Catch it online. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up, got to let you know about a question I got from my 16-year-old Jackson about... Uh, <clears throat> My lonely life. Loneliness. Okay. Really hit home, you know? Oh. I didn't know Sam could be that lonely. Um, okay. We got the coolest thing from our vet, and I thought it would make everybody cry, and it delighted everyone. I'm going to show it to you, Sam, next. So it's kind of cool that we've been, you know, saluting nurses and, you know, frontline responders and first responders and teachers and working from home. And so this is actually Teacher Appreciation Week. And then today is Nurse Appreciation Day. Yes. For real. This would have been on the calendar regardless of everything going on right now. So Yeah. Just right on time. So it's like extra it? special today. Yes, it is. And then you got Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah. This is just a week May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. Oh, no. oh my Everything's goodness. Everything's happening at once. Murder Hornets. Ugh. 
Um, by the way, I want to shout out something positive right now. Actually, delightful. Surprisingly delightful. I sent you a picture, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can open it now. Does Murphy <laughs> Just, know you sent me this? <laughs> Murphy helped me take this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. What I'm saying is, okay, so you know that we lost, Phoebe lost her pet bearded dragon about a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, Ogie passed away. Ogie had all kinds of health Ooh. problems and we got her to the vet as soon as we could but not soon enough and so um when they when we were they were breaking the news to me on the phone they were like would you like ashes i'm like no thank you i've got plenty lizard of dogs and then because you could do we could do the cremation thing that was an option Mm -hmm. and i was like no thank you assuming it's not a very big box that's what i'm thinking (laughs) it would have been small except ogie was big the other option was um would you like, can we do the autopsy? Autopsy. Do we have permission to do the autopsy and share it with our students? Uh-huh. You know, it's a teaching thing. And I was like, absolutely. Phoebe was all about that. And the last thing, would you like paw prints? And I was like, those little claw prints? Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yes. Claw prints, not paw prints. <laughs> but for Phoebe's sake. So it showed up in the mail. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I sent you a picture of it. It's so cool. It it's the, the bottom of it is the tail. It's not just the claws. Yeah, it's the, the tail. tail. But you can see the scales and everything. Yes, it is incredibly. Now, nothing against all the actual dog paw prints that we have. Oh, no. We're turning into Christmas too, right. tree ornaments. Yeah. But that is so cool, is it not? It, uh, it is cool, but it also looks like it could be something from a horror movie. You no. know? <laughs> no. I think it's no, really that sweet. That was Ogie's no. feet, all well, four. And you see, Sam, that is proof there of what happens when you act now, you get the free bonus. Okay. I don't know if it was free, but it means a lot to feed. Are they in mourning? Let's ask them if they'll spend an extra 200 <laughs> Go see a picture of its preciousness at Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, on our Facebook page this morning. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody's got your next Hollywood Outsider. On the way next, I'm going to share with you a question I got from my 16-year-old Jackson. Yeah, Sam? About being lonely right now. Oh. Got some more after the show fun coming up after the show in a little podcast we call <laughs> After the show. show. Yeah, exactly. Man, we got the research and development department on that one for years. Yeah. They finally figured it out. Yeah. Um, I was on uh, FaceTiming my son Jackson. Yes, as I Jackson and Maddie, um, you know, I Parker's on his own little planet, so that, I don't really talk to him much. Um, but we were FaceTiming, and he goes, "Oh, um, are you lonely?" And he means He's been worried about during you. this because I haven't seen them physically in weeks. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And are I was you like, throwing off a lonely vibe or something? I, I, that's I, a kid I, being worried about his dad. That's all that is. I, that's all I can think of. And well, but then he also said that. <laughs> what? Mom, mom says oh. you're probably enjoying it right now. <laughs> Yeah, mom. Mom knows you. Yeah, mom knows me that I like to be left alone. Yes. So, but it's like, no. I told Jack. I was like, it's a little lonely, but it's like, you know me. This is what my life is. There's a difference between being alone and being lonely. A lot of people are alone, and that's how they like it. That's where they find their center. Yeah. Um, And I think that's you, Sam. Um. Yeah, I'm more alone than lonely. (laughs) (laughs) However, I can attest to the fact that in the past. Maybe three or four weeks. It's really insanity on the weekends. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I understand. I understand people that have not, they work from home this whole time. How That's got to be insane. Sure. Because we get to come here, then we yeah. go home. But in the weekends, it's just like, you're mm-hmm, stuck. You I don't have stuck. kids. I, yeah. Walmart's closed, or, you know, I can't go here. I can't go there. Sure. 
Yeah, see, I don't take that for granted. We are in this room together for every day, for, for probably eight to nine hours a day. Is that fair to say? Something yes. like that? Yeah. I mean, it's like almost spending more time here than with our, our own, own family. family. <laughs> right. True. But, um, but yeah, it's like, so when you get back out into, well, what am I going to do today? Well, I'm going to be here at home again. Yeah. yeah there's just That's yeah. why you have to take care of people me- mentally. Like, check on people who are alone or lonely either way. Yeah. Check on them because the social... Um, connection is just as important as anything uh, as medical health yeah. mental health is just as important the funny thing is whenever I go over and see Jack at the grocery store where he's working now mm-hmm. st- stop stop don't talk to me go go away <laughs> oh, wait, I'm he's lonely <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider you know Tom Cruise is known for his crazy action adventure movies. I don't trust anybody outside of this room. You go rogue, he's been authorized to hunt you down and kill you. Especially the Mission Impossible stuff, correct? Yeah, and Jack Reacher too. You're right. He, If he can like do his own stunts and hang on the edge of an airplane, which he's done. Oh, yeah. He will do he's it. He's hung from a helicopter. He's actually an adrenaline junkie. He's jumped from building to building, busted his knee doing that. Right. He loves to push the, you know... The insurance policies on him from movie studios, probably the most ridiculous ever. However, he's about to top himself. He's found a way during lockdown um, to film a movie in space. He's working with NASA and Elon Musk's SpaceX program to film aboard the International Space Station. Does that mean he's going to be getting to the space station? Yes, they confirmed it. NASA confirmed it. And an executive tweeted nasa is excited to work with tom cruise on a film aboard the space station we need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make nasa's ambitious plans a reality meaning put it on the big screen that all these things are possible and then everybody's going to be interested in it not a waste of taxpayer money maybe it's a waste of hollywood mogul money who knows how they're making it happen but if anybody wants to do it it's tom cruise Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys, coming up, what to do for a mom who says she does not want a thing for Mother's Day. Mother's Day is this Sunday, and kids and husbands and everybody, I will remind you of this all week long, Um, especially now, maybe you can't go get her something, you can't do the normal thing, maybe you do a big normal family get-together and you won't, although we are, Murph. And we are. And look, Our mom's and, coming. And, and, you know, I mean, maybe you're feeling the pressure to buy something, but it's a tough time to be buying anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't need to pressure the, yourself. The, yeah. And the truth of the matter Sorry, is, mom. most moms will tell you, I don't want anything. There's not yeah. one thing that you can give me. And that's that really is true. However, it is a good day to let her know how much you care. I mean, let's, I mean, who means more than mama? Mama's always on your side. Mama's always there. So. And, he, and I'm going to actually apply this to my own life. What to do for a mom who says, you don't have to get me anything, darling. Right? Isn't that what your mom says every year? Yeah. Okay. What to give her? And I respect her wishes. <laughs> don't you send her yeah. a card? You've sometimes? done a great job of that. <laughs> 20 some odd years I've known you. You have told me for decades, mom. <laughs> and that's fine And I'm for sticking her. with it. I know your mother. She just wants you to be happy. Yeah. She really Good wants that. Good luck with that one. She wants that more than anything, Sam. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, when a mom tells you she doesn't want anything, I would say do something for her. And you have to think about your mom specifically. It's not one size fits all. What could she what does she need to be done for her? 
And I want to tell you this. What I'm going to offer up my mother on Saturday, I might just show up and do it. What? That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm not going to ask her. I'm going to show up and do it. I know I'm not. Maybe I'll send her outside and I can. I want to clean her house for her. Because that doesn't sound very socially distancing responsible, you know. The thing cleaners, is, if you're if you're have cleaners in if my you're hands. in the same you know space with your family and have been, then that's fine to be face to face. But I think we need to be really careful about. So it. you're she saying goes, you want Jody to clean your house? She can go sit on her porch, and I will put a face mask on, and I'll have my bucket and all my stuff. Because when she mops after that, she's her back bothers her for days. I can do that, and it doesn't bother me. I think that I'm going to do something like that for her. So remember, right. a mom who doesn't want anything, do something for her. Well, Send look, her flowers. And it may cook just, dinner so she doesn't have to. But, but you know, there are a lot of moms that aren't in the same city, so it may be Zooming or something. Mm-hmm. Else. It's give your time, you know what I'm saying, if you can't be there in person. I know. That's just my example, okay? I'm telling you, there's a lot of moms who would love the house to be cleaned for them. It's just an idea for a, a thought starter for you. Three things to know today. Today's the day that kicks off National Nurses Week. I don't yeah, know why it National kicks off. Nurses Day. I don't know why it kicks off in the middle of the week. It doesn't matter. All I can say is not only because of COVID nineteen, but oh my gosh, I have a friend. I have a couple of friends who are nurses, and when they tell me their stories about that that training and the things that they do on the daily, yeah. I know I could not do that. You, you talk mean, about the job that leaves you depleted in the COVID era, or uh, just nursing in general. Nursing in general, yeah. maybe a school nurse. That seems a little more rewarding. The ba- the kids, yeah. you know, your and they become your kids, and you have them all year. Anyway, it's National Nurses Week officially. Do something great for a nurse in your life. God knows, bring him lunch he or she need it. Okay, with Mother's Day right around the corner. Number two here. Apparently, there's a little bit of a flower shortage, especially for uh, flowers that are imported, like tulips. So. Mm-hmm. Flower shops are saying a little bit of a shortage, meaning what they do have may be a little more expensive. Um, and you need to double check now if you always have things delivered. Some flower shops are not delivering right now because of COVID-19. Make your flower delivery or purchase plans ahead of time wow, now. Smart. Right, right. Think right. of it ahead of time. And by, by summertime, we're going to have Baby Yoda cereal. Did Great. you hear about this food, dude? No. Yeah, it's sweetened corn puffs, basically, with marshmallows. And probably the cutest little baby Yoda on the cover ever. And we don't, you know, too many cereals, but still. It's look baby for Yoda. it at the end of the aisle. Three things to know today. So I went on the internet and I think I know how to kill these uh, murder hornets now. Which Sam is now officially obsessed with, I would say. Yeah, I'll tell you how to do it. Um, Also, coming up, we're going to dig into our Facebook and Instagram. Um, A special comment from Kim about how to save the next bird nest that we have, Murph. Okay. On the way. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We like to um, visit with you there, keep up with you, and we try to answer and see. And we do see every comment and question, and we try to answer all of them. Um, And Kim wrote in, Hey, I heard about the story about your baby birds. And that being the birds that were, the eggs that were in the nest in Murphy's shoe in our garage. They just then, showed up there one day, and we hope to you know see them be yeah. raised to their you know little flyaway stage. The mom sat on them and did all her work, and then the babies were born, and then they fell out of the nest. I don't know why. We don't know what happened, but they were they they didn't make it. Yeah. Okay. They made it to the floor of the garage, and that was it. And Murphy well, kindly disposed of them. And I, you know, I provided them with a respectful over. burial. I know, right? I did. Right. Anyway, 
we had talked about <laughs> it. And um, she says, hi, I heard about this. And the person that said the mother was probably killed. I think that was Bailey or Sam. You guys suggested that, you know, if the, the babies didn't make it, maybe the mom didn't make it through a storm yeah. or something and didn't come back. There we um, go. Everybody thinking the worst here. <laughs> Kim says, listen, this is a cool thing. Kim says, I have indoor and outdoor cats. And in the spring, they do gift us birds, yeah. snakes, yeah. and such. And uh-huh. we can't stand it. Then our vet gave us the best hack ever. And that is to put a little put little jingle bells on their collars so they can be heard and much like less likely to kill anything. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. That is awesome. If you don't want yeah. your cats bringing you birds and rats or what it well, birds, <laughs> you put a little jingle bell on their collar and they can't sneak up on anybody. You know, not to poo-poo the idea, but I used to have little bells on my cats. Yeah. And so all night long, all you hear uh, walking through the house is ding. It's like, all right, that has to go. Yeah. Why did you put a jingle bell on them in the first place, Sam? To keep the birds was, away? I thought it was cute. Uh, right. <laughs> you did it for cuteness. Yeah, and then I just took them off because it was like, this is annoying. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe for the outdoor cats it would work. Well, it see, keeps them from being able to sneak up on things. They make these products. I don't know what they're called, but they're, they look like giant rainbows you put around the cat's neck sure. you know, with elastic, and that way... When anything sees them, you can see them coming from a mile oh, away. No, yeah, That's you're crazy. not going to be very What stacky. the heck yeah. is that? <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thank you, Kim, for the, the heads up and the hack. And um, hopefully some more birds will find that nest. Yeah, hopefully the word hasn't spread. <laughs> coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I've done a little research on these uh, murder hornets, and I think I know how we can beat them. Oh, right, yay, Sam. I'll tell you next. <laughs> You know, there is a way to get rid of these murder hornets that we're hearing all about. I, I've, I read this. It's not a raid can, is it? No. Well, I mean, it's, these, it's, thing, these things are not all over the country yet, right? No, no, no. And, no, and they're a bigger threat Washington. to bees than they are to people. Totally. But a threat to bees is a threat to us. Oh, I, I understand well, that. Because bees yeah. are already in short supply. There's a lot of threats going on. But apparently, Japanese honeybees have worked out a way to kill the hornets, yeah. the murder hornets. What they do is you can't sting a murder hornet because it's got a thick yeah. body. I'm not, by the way, I'm not an entomologist. But you've been I, reading a lot. I know. I just read this on the internet, so you know it's true. <laughs> um, but when when a, when a, a murder hornet comes after a colony, the, yeah. the Japanese honeybees, they've adapted over the years. Sure. They will surround it. Yeah. A bunch of them surround it. And they start flapping numbers. Their, flapping their wings. It generates heat. Yeah. It goes up to 115 degrees, and that kills the hornet. The really? Honey, the honeybees can take the heat. The hornet can't. So, and I've seen a video. The guy had one on a, a piece of, like a pole, and he held it out right. there. The hornets come around, and they just fall, form a ball and <laughs> generate the heat. Very cool Boom. to know. Now, so that has to be a part of the plan to get rid of them whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. These are Japanese honeybees. So? We have European honeybees here. Oh. They don't get it yet. They haven't been around the, the murder hornets yeah, long, long enough, enough to get it. Yeah. So they try to sting the murder hornets and it doesn't I'm work. not talking about the honeybees. I'm no. talking about the scientists and the entomologists who it's their task now to study oh, this and well, stop yeah. it here. Uh, it sounds like if you take a yeah. blow dryer to it, yeah. it will kill it. Or, or something more scientific. Something more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's exciting to know. Yeah. Because these things are super scary. And the, the, the up-close pictures of them look like something that Marvel created yeah, as look, a villain. Any any close-up picture of an insect Agreed. is intimidating yeah. looking. Yeah. Except Ants the butterfly. That way and, yeah. You ever but, see a, 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 a fly up close yeah, with all those ugly. eyes? It's yeah. just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally ugly. But murder hornet, first of all, they're not really called that. That's the nickname. They're really called 
Asian killer hornets oh, oh, or something. Oh, okay. Something like that. So just so you know, I mean, the murder hornet, the sound of that is horrible. Boy, it murders um, other bees. But yeah, and you know it can penetrate like a bee suit. Yeah. Their stinger's super strong. And they kill about 50 people a year in Japan. Oh, do they really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So let's get on it, scientists. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Let me tell you how Daniel Radcliffe is going to get you and the kids back into Harry Potter. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Harry Potter news that I think is super exciting. Daniel Radcliffe himself, and that means Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. uh, is going to read you the first chapter of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It's a read-along part of the Harry Potter at Home website that is J.K. Rowling approved. Oh, wait. Okay. I I read that it was a different book, but I think it's the British, you know how they have different titles? Yeah, it's the first book. It's It's just the British version. It's like Harry Potter and the whatever child. Yeah, cursed child. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, this is, it's it's Harry Potter. Yeah. It's just the more British version, you're right, which is a different version. Well, you got to read it in a different accent. Look, I've got, fr- <laughs> I've got friends who are real Potterheads who've yeah. read the British versions. Seriously. Anyway, so um, it came out yesterday, him reading the first chapter, and then other celebs will follow with other chapters like Eddie Redmayne, mm-hmm. uh, David Beckham. I'm telling you some yeah, it's big like names. Everybody's here. tied to Harry Potter except for David Beckham. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, HarryPotterAtHome.com. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Forgot to tell you, Sam, that last time Murphy and I loaded up in the car and went to do a socially distanced visit, we went and visited my Uncle Terry and Aunt Jackie. Um, this was different than the birthday parade. This was different than the birthday. We just yeah. went and saw them. Mm-hmm. And we sat on their, they have a big wraparound porch at their house. So they sat on one end of their porch and we sat on the yeah. other sort of end. It's very easy to do that. You just carry two yardsticks with you and you know exactly mm-hmm. how far to sit apart. Okay. Um, oh, did you know that when you stretch your arms out, it's the same length as your height? Height? Height. Yeah. I've heard that. So like if I stretch my arms out, it'd be six Same feet. Same deal. Yeah. But you'd have to yes. know you're in the you're between two people. Well, that doesn't really... Well, yeah, I just meant to set... <laughs> Like, this is six feet. Let's stay this far. No, yeah, I don't mean me stay in the middle. Well, we had a really good... Thank anyway. You. Thank you for that. Yeah, the word you're looking for is, anyway, um, we had a really fun visit with them. My Uncle Terry loves to tell stories. He's, he's a former police officer. He has a ton of stories. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll say, you'll say the word red car, and he'll tell you a story about a red car. Does he use the word perpetrator? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perp. But I've never heard him use the word heist. And I like the word heist, but I've never heard him use it. All right, Scooby-Doo. Anyway. No cowboys in his past, huh? <laughs> um, we had a really good visit with them, mm-hmm. but next door is where my papa lives. He's yeah. 90 years old. Um, this has been difficult for him because he likes to go. Yeah. He has to have family members drive him places. Yeah. And, you know, he likes to go to Walmart, and he hasn't been in weeks. He hasn't been anywhere. He's not weeks. missing anything. What's up? Besides, if you go to Walmart right now, you got to stand in line to go in. I know. In his mind, he is missing out on things, though. And he has vision trouble. He certainly has hearing trouble. So on the way, leaving Uncle Terry's house, we're going to go say hey to Pawpaw, which we always do. We were going to stand at his porch, and he was going to stand at his door, like we've done a couple of times already during this time. And he was out there on his porch while we were saying our long goodbye to Uncle Terry. We walk across the yard. We get to his porch and he's inside. He was waiting for us and we missed him. And I knocked on the door and he never came to the door. So he thought we left or something. You think he was just impatient or do you think he forgot? No, I I know he's impatient, but I think he thinks he missed us. 
So well, it, I want you to know I'm going to go out there today and see yeah. him. I, I mean, I wanted to get to see him too, but it really did work out well because I really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I've been drinking I mean, a lot of water. I'm sure he heard you when you peeled out. You know, the more I read about these murder hornets. Okay, Sam. Do you yeah, know Sam's that? obsessed with these murder hornets. Well, huh? and rightly so. I mean, Apparently, they taste good too. You can cook them up. Not yeah. That's are what you I've heard. serious? That's okay. Yeah. Would you have to take the stinger out of them? I, I didn't. Not if you want it to be spicy. I, I, I didn't read how to cook them. I just read some stuff that said they taste tasty. They are tasty. I, so I just do I'm not sorry. want to put the, a wasp in my mouth. I'm not going to do that. Who eats hornets? Murphy and I have eaten crickets. No, you, well, that okay. Count. I did. You finished it. I could. I had a tough time with it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was just it was a little chirpy. It was a texture thing for me. It was chocolate covered. I mean, it didn't taste like anything but just chocolate. But I've only ever accidentally eaten a bug. On oh. a bike. <laughs> oh, that happened to me on a motorcycle one time, yeah. I took a deep breath and ugh, it would just run out of those quick moments. I bring this up because I found out that the way these these killer hornets work, these right. murder hornets, they fly by the, the hive and they say, hey, look, there's a hive. And apparently they leave a, for, a pheromone that marks it. And then like 50 oh, no. more hornets come in and they wipe everybody out. <sighs> really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like a superhero movie, except they're the villains. Coming up, what actor John Hamm has to teach us all about not going stir-crazy when staying home. Okay. On the way. You know, I was telling you a minute ago, I have to continue about John Hamm. You're welcome, ladies. (laughs) Okay, so uh, actor John Hamm, who is going to be in the upcoming Top Gun Maverick movie. Yeah. Hello. Thank you, Hollywood. Yeah, but he's not acting like Don Draper in this, right? No, he's yeah. uh, some sort of flight instructor. Well, you know, it's kind of like, it's to me, I call that the 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 Ross factor. You know yes. what I mean? Oh, yeah. When David Schwimmer was in the, what's the name of that? The People Friends. versus O.J. Simpson. Oh. People versus O.J. Simpson. Simpson, right, exactly. It was so difficult. He had an important role to play. Yeah, he, he played... Uh, Kardashian. The, Mr. Kardashian. I forget his first name. Robert. Robert, Robert. Robert Kardashian. Daddy Kardashian. But it's like every time I'm seeing him, I'm waiting for him to go into Ross. Yeah. You know? and so, I know. We were on a break. Same thing thing with john ham you think that whole don draper his his big wisdom of how to sell the deal is going to come his out. pitch you yeah. think he's about to pitch you something and then head out for a drink and a lady but <laughs> john ham is a very good actor we do need to get him out, get out of that for him just for his sake yeah. he, he, he is we we as the consumer uh-huh he did this uh you know um version of an episode with Jimmy Fallon this week, the Tonight Show from home, where they're at home and they're just talking to each other. Yeah. And they were in, you know, he was in his home office, John Hamm. He put on a sport coat. Do you think it was really his home office? It wasn't a, just like yeah. set up? No, it, there were blinds behind him and he was at a desk. Uh-huh. Um, and he put on a jacket. It was kind of cute that he did that. He looked good. But um, one of the things at, at the very beginning of their conversation, I found so relatable and something that we all can understand for him he explained how it felt it feels to him to be at home not being able to go anywhere not being able to work what it's been like for him it's like your first semester of college when you don't have any uh structure anymore you come out of high school you had to be everywhere every time and then you go to college you're like i don't have to be anywhere at all (laughs) and you just lose your mind and then eventually you go i think i might need a little structure that's yeah. that's Boy, that true. Is, that's very true. Not only is it relatable for us right now, if you're without structure, you know, because of this, which I think we finally are there. Hopefully, you've got some structure by now into these weeks in. But yeah, I'm we've still all, a little restless at home, though. After yeah. high school, when your life was so structured and you're given all this freedom, you do lose it for a little while. Oh, yeah. It's a very common. That human first semester experience. of college was a blast doing nothing. <laughs> 
And we're going to keep you company throughout the day. So, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't done that. Uh, you know, if you like our Facebook page, you'll get notifications whenever we go Facebook Live. And then, of course, later we're going to have another Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show podcast. So we'd love for you to be a part of that, too.